You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where we examine what is and isn't working in online marketing. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay. Today, I'm interviewing Mr. Jeffrey Shaw, and we are talking about how to close the lingo gap. I think you guys are really going to like this episode. I know I say that every time, but I just have the best guests here on the Traffic and Leads Podcast. But... Before we dive into that... Are you struggling with digital marketing? Here's the thing. This is how I, this is how I see it. Many people struggle with digital marketing. And if you are that kind of person, then listen up. You have three options from my view. The first option, of course, is to do what you have been doing all of this time for the last two years. And you will continue to do what you've been doing. And guess what? You will be getting the exact same results as you always have, right? That's what mama always said. Am I right? Number two, you can hire an expensive consultant like myself that knows how to generate traffic and leads. That, my friends, is the easiest, quickest path, right? But for so many of you, the cost of that seems so completely daunting, and I totally, totally understand. Now, you have a third option. I have created right here. One Click Lindsay has created a third option for you. Can you believe it? The third option is that you join my Traffic and Leads membership program. Hop out to trafficandleadsmembership.com. This is a done with you program. I, we will start with an initial phone call where I will set you on a path of how to generate more traffic and leads for your business and through a private Facebook group, monthly hot seat calls, multiple trainings, we help you do that for yourself. So you need to ask yourself, self, where do I want to be a year from now? My small business, do I want it to be in the exact same place that it is? And if the answer is no, then you've got to decide between those other two options. And I've created a perfect option just for you for $97 out at the Traffic and Leads membership.com website. Now, that's $97 a month. It's the best $97 you'll ever spend on your digital marketing or your money back. I'm so confident that you will love that program so much. So go get signed up because very, very soon we're offering so much value out there that very, very soon I'm going to raise that price to $250 a month. And everybody who has signed up for $97 will be grandfathered in. But over the past few weeks, it has occurred to me that we are just offering so much value. And you can ask any member out there uh, about how much value they receive. So go get signed up. Sign up before November. Yeah, you should be able to do that. This is released in October um, because we're doing Instavember. So if you've been meaning to get your brand on Instagram, but you're struggling with the technology and the strategy and not really sure why in the heck your small business needs to be on Instagram. Instavember's for you. So go get signed up at trafficandleadsmembership.com. And that is my pitch for the day. Thank you guys for always sitting through my pitches. So let's hop into this great interview with Jeffrey Shaw and I'll see you guys on the other side. Jeffrey, welcome to the show. Well, thanks, Lindsay. I'm glad to be here with you. Yeah. So first of all, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about what you do? 
Sure. Well, I'm a brand consultant um, and business coach. So I work with entrepreneurs and small businesses to uh, do what I refer to as closing the lingo gap, um, which is the, the gap between the message people intend to put out and how it's received by the real deal customers. Uh, having been a business coach for a lot of years, uh, people would come to me for, you know, bigger problems and solutions for their business. And I found that often this was the beginning. This was kind of the number one problem is that I saw this huge gap between the audience that, that businesses intended on reaching and the way that they were in, at, in, uh, reaching out to them and realizing, wow, there's a big gap between what you intend on saying and what you're actually saying. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Do you, can you share like a, like a concrete example of that that you saw during your practice as a business coach? Um, gosh, sure. Let's see. Um, I think of a couple of examples. Uh, I'll give you a kind of a brief overview of two of them. One was, um, a high end product, uh, that came to me for coaching. And, uh, when I went to their website, it was a very low end looking, you know, model. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I understand the high market, high end market very well. That's my background, having been a photographer, a portrait photographer for affluent families. So it happens to be, you know, something I'm highly attuned to. And, um, actually what had happened was she, she, when she reached out for coaching, she first directed me to her online assets, her website and some marketing materials. And I, I actually almost didn't take her as a client because I felt like she wasn't nowhere near ready for the investment in one, one to one coaching. Um, because, it just seemed very amateurish and very yeah. low end. So, but nonetheless, I, I got on the phone with her and then when she spoke and she shared with me what she really did, and then she shared her, her actual prices for her services, I realized she's a high end product. And that to me was a major gap. And as soon as I pointed out to her, you know, and it can be a hard thing to point out to somebody, but if people want to change in their business, they're willing to receive it. And as soon as I pointed out to her and then we went our, about the process of changing her brand messaging and ultimately revamping her website, it, it made a world of difference, right? Because the price point she was actually asking people to spend, you know, was higher end. And yet what she was putting out looked super low end. The second example I'll give, which is a recent one, and I think it's really fun. I did did a video uh, about this because it was such a fun example. Uh, A client recently came to me. She has an incredible uh, five figure uh, parenting program for parents, right? So it's five figure to it for this six month program. This is not for every new parent, right? So she's definitely trying to reach the parent who can invest in significant support um, for their child. And we're not talking about nanny support. We're talking about parents that you know, new parents that are trying to figure out all the new avenues of life, how to maintain your social life, how to maintain your relationship, how to take care of yourself, um, mm-hmm. how to make sure your baby's developmentally on track, right? And this is, she has a program that helps do parents with this. But again, at five figures, it's not for everybody. When she uh, showed me her brand messaging, uh, it said something like uh, less stress more sleep. Uh, now that you've set up the crib and the mobile, um, it's time to set up your life, something like that. And I looked at it and immediately pointed out, I said, well, here's a problem. Your ideal clientele, they're not losing sleep. They have, ba- they have night nurses. Yeah. Right. And as soon as I said that to her, she's like, Oh my gosh, every one of my clients has a night nurse. I'm like, exactly. (laughs) Right. You're, you're speaking the wrong lingo because this is, you know, the people, your ideal customer who can afford five figure program, they're not losing sleep. They're getting plenty of sleep. (laughs) And 
they didn't set up a mobile in a crib. That stuff came fully assembled or, you know, yeah. custom made. Right. So, you know, it's things like that. That So I, I once I explained it to her, she's like, that, you know, because she was getting good traffic to her website. The problem is that people aren't signing up, aren't buying into it. It's because they don't they're getting to the brand messaging and feeling like, oh, this isn't for me. It's not speaking my lingo. I love it's not it. speaking to me. I so love those it. two examples for you. Thank you. Speaking of lingo, don't you have a book by that name? You haven't mentioned that yet. <laughs> Funny how that word keeps coming up, right? <laughs> Gosh, when you write a book, it's like, it just came out January 30th. So it is my life. It's like, it's totally, I, this, the word just comes out of my mouth You just all drop the time. it in all it's, the time. I loved it. I'm just consumed by the topic because it really is, after 33 years of entrepreneurship and nine or 10 years coaching, I mean... I, this just is like kind of what I feel like I'm meant to talk about. Um, and I just, you know, what an honor it is, as you know, as an entrepreneur, what an honor it is to do what you love to do and make a living at it. Right. It's true. So, um, yeah. So my book lingo, uh, came out January 30th and it is, uh, the subtitle I think says a lot. It is discover your ideal customer's secret language and make your business irresistible. So, the idea is the interesting thing, Lindsay, is that it's actually a 30 year store, 30 year old story in a way, because it's how I built my photography business. Um, I grew up lower middle class and I ended up serving the wealthiest people in our country as their portrait photographer. And the way I was able to do that is to realize that they had, they meaning the high end market had a very different lingo than I, what I knew. Right. Because I went to, you know, my family went to, you know, Kmart and Caldor back in the day and stores that you probably don't even know about because they don't exist anymore. Um, what I had to understand when I figured out that I had a, I was, I had a luxury product and I needed to work with people who could afford a luxury product because what I was producing as a family portrait photographer wasn't anything anybody had to have. It wasn't a must have in life. So it's a luxury product. In order to reach the luxury product, luxury market, I had to understand their mindsets. I had to understand their way of thinking. I had to understand more, more importantly, their emotional triggers. Like what triggers them emotionally to choose who they do, whom they do business with. And I studied kind of the behavior of the high end market in order to establish what I refer to as this lingo, because lingo. If you look it up in the dictionary, it, it, it's, you know, it's a jargon, right? A lingo is a jargon amongst a community or a corporation, if you will. But the cool thing about the idea of lingo is that it's in a lot of ways unspoken. Because when you're speaking someone's secret language, when you're speaking to their values and, um, you know, their, their emotional triggers, you can get them without ever saying a word. Do you know that feeling? Like, you know, that feeling like when you, you know, you just get each other, even if you meet a new friend, yeah. like you instantly get each other, right? It's it. because you're connected in a way that the energy of what you're, what you've, the relationship is greater than the words. So that's the objective with lingo is how to build a business, a brand message for a business that speaks so clearly and emotionally to your ideal customer. That they feel energetically like, wow, this business really gets me. It's meant for me. I don't even know why, but I'm drawn to it. That's lingo. I love that. Wow. Um, that's really awesome. And I bet your book is pretty amazing too. Now, <laughs> one of the questions that, uh, I'll be honest, you sent me on your one sheet and I've been dying to ask you 
So hopefully you can tell us, which is the five-step process to develop the secret language of your ideal customers. Now I picked that question and I wonder, are you really going to tell us this five-step process or do we have to get the book? So I will tell you the five-step. We can skim through the five-step process and... I have an infographic that I would love for everyone to have at the end. I can give you the infographic um, so you can have it on your computer or print it out and have it on the wall. Um, So, yeah, because I'm happy to share. You know, I want to share with you the five steps. And then for for understanding of it, you get to go buy his book. You totally have to go buy his book. Yeah, this is just skimming the five steps because you have to, you know, you have to really understand them. All right. So the five steps. So, again, the goal here is what I've done is I have broken down. And mind you, when I was writing this book, I kept saying to my editor, we're writing a linear book for nonlinear thinkers, right? Because entrepreneurs and creative and innovative people are inherently nonlinear thinkers. We're kind of all over the place chasing chasing squirrels. But I needed to, I wanted to help. So I created a book. I said, well, what are, what are the primary emotional triggers? And I've come up with these five emotional triggers that when you craft your business using these five emotional triggers, you will get that kind of unspoken emotional response from your ideal customer. Now, preceding these five steps is first, you have to do the work to define who your ideal customer is. And many people think they knew who their ideal customer is, but they don't. So you could say there's a step before the five steps. The first step is define who your ideal customer is. The second, the the first of the five steps, number one is perspective. Right. So by perspective, I mean that you understand how the world operates, feels and looks from the perspective of your ideal customer. Mm -hmm. So let's say, for example, you're building a business that's going to cater to millennials or maybe more specifically, maybe it's, you know, female millennials. Right. And you might be a 50 year old dude like me. Right. But you're building a business that's going to, they're going to serve female millennials. Well, you have to understand their perspective, right? You can't assume that you know how they think and they act. You have to either do your research. You have to, what blogs do they read? What technologies do they use? What are their values? What's the most important things to them? And there is what's most important to them. Is it time? Is it money? Is it, you know, uh, life fulfillment? Like you have to really understand the perspective of the people you're building a business for. It's the, it is the foundation to everything. In fact, I neglected to mention these five steps are in a sequential order and have to be done in order. And that's okay. why number one is perspective mm-hmm. because you can't, you can't build a business and speak the lingo of anybody if you don't understand their perspective in the world. Makes right? total sense. Right. I mean, that's like I said, I, I that's built a business. That's where all your marketing, that's where everything is going to come from. Absolutely. Exactly. And it's how they know whether you're authentic because you actually, you have empathy. You understand them. You've walked a mile in their shoes, if you will. Right. Only then are they going to give you their trust because they feel genuinely like, oh, this person really gets me. So step number one is perspective. Step number two, I think the most, one of the most powerful emotional triggers we have as humans is step number two, which is familiarity. Because familiarity creates comfort and we are drawn to what is comfortable for us, right? Uh, that's why there's such a thing as comfort food. <laughs> that's why there are tradition, holiday traditions like, you know, Thanksgiving where we eat the same food, you know, over and over again, year after year. I joke about it in the book, how uh, in my family, one year I decided instead of the, uh, 
the Pillsbury biscuits that you in the tube that you smack on the counter and the tube explodes. Right? Yes. Most of the biscuits my family had for Thanksgiving every year. Um, I had this bright idea one year to change it up and I was going to make biscuits from scratch. And I went through for days. I went through painstaking uh, steps to make homemade biscuits and everybody went berserk because I broke a tradition. <laughs> You're welcome. Right. Exactly. I mean, days of preparation. It's because we're com- of, we find so much comfort in what is familiar to us. So again, once you understand the perspective of your ideal customer, you now understand, well, what's, what feels familiar to them? Familiarity is a feeling and familiarity also stands out. I would challenge anybody to go. If you travel in Europe, you can't not see a Starbucks logo or a McDonald's logo because that it's so familiar to us. It it stands out. Okay. So step number two is, do you understand what is familiar to your ideal customer? It, which may be completely foreign to you. When I entered into the high-end market, I found out about brands that I had never heard of, right? Um, I'll mention one brand, Joe Malone. Do you know what Joe Malone is? No, I do not. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, you tricked me. 99% of people won't, right? Because what is Joe Malone is a fragrance company that their, their fragrances, soaps and, um, diffusers and oils are in the bathroom of every wealthy home I've ever been in. Wealthy people know Joe Malone. If you walked up at a wealthy person, Joe Malone. Oh yeah. I know that company. Oh, right. There are. There's a, I look at it almost as like radio frequencies, right? The world is vibrating on all these different frequencies and we, we pick a channel we listen to, but it's not like we aren't aware that there are other channels out there. We just pick the channel we're used to listening to. Fair enough. I love that. What a great example. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there are so many brands and companies out there that your ideal customer is already interacting with, which may not be familiar to you. But you want to know what feels familiar to your ideal customer about that company and replicate that feeling in your own business. I love it. Step number three is style. Sort of like familiarity in a way, but different in that it's, it's much more surface level. Style is the decision maker. And in today's short attention span world, pay, people make a decision instantly based on whether they feel like the style of something fits them, whether the style of the music is something you like, whether is whether you listen to it or not. If you're going through, uh, if you go to a discount store like a TJ Maxx and there's uh, a bunch of different shirts, you know, in the medium rack, all different designers, you flip through those hangers like we flip through websites. What makes you stop? What makes you stop is when you feel like something is that style is my language, like that style resonates for me. Agreed. Right. That's that's how we buy a a blouse or a shirt. Right. Same is true for websites. As people are flipping through online and websites or promotional tests, people are flipping through. As people are walking down main streets and malls, they're making instant decisions based on whether the style of your brand fits them or not. I love it. So you have to understand their perspective to know it feels familiar to them to know their style. I love it. Fourth is pricing psychology. Super, super powerful because you can position yourself any in any market with any customer you want based on pricing psychology. Um, and I give tons of examples in the book how, you know, in the high end, prices are rounded off. And on the low end, prices are are worked out to the 100th of a cent, like at Walmart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, Walmart literally promotes wall, rollback pricing. Right. Because they want to make you, they want to, they bring all their attention to price. 
It's why there's all the registers are lined up at the front of the store. Everything is about price consciousness. They want to attract the price conscious customer. But if you go into a higher end store, a Neiman Marcus or, uh, you know, a store, or a Neiman Marcus, a, um, oh, I'm trying to think of some of the other Lord and Taylor, some other brands that are higher end. You're lucky if you can find a register, right? So true. Because it's right. Cause they're not drawing attention to the price or the transaction. Same thing. I, I love to joke with, you know, you go into a Greek diner, the register and a bowl of mints is right up front. I love right? it. You go into a high end restaurant. There's a hostess stand up front, not a register. I love it. <laughs> you yeah. You're right. Your, your, your bitch credit card goes in a leather folio, which goes into a back room. Yeah. It's very, right. Very not transactional focused, not cost con- conscious at all. And then the fifth of the five steps is the words. And here, Lindsay is what is really ironic, which is why I had said it's important to understand that these are laid out in a five step sequence because This demonstrates to me how businesses are built backwards. The way most people go into business is they have a great idea. They come up with a product. The first thing they do is they design a logo, create a business card, and then build a website, right? And what do we do on all those things? We load it up with words. We say what we think needs to be said. The problem is if you haven't done the four previous steps, you're saying the wrong things to the right people. Which is why you have to understand people's perspective. You have to understand what emotionally feels familiar to them. You have to build the look of your business in a style that speaks to them. You have to position your business with the right pricing psychology and then put all that together by communicating the right words and the right lingo to the right customer. And there you go. There's the five steps. I love it. I cannot wait to read your book. I like your stories. I like the way you've laid this out. I mean, you've pretty much, I mean, really made it clear the steps of really finding your brand. And I love it. It's, yeah, it's game changing, which is why like I said, that's why I broke it out into five steps. I mean, it's a pretty easy read book because I, we put all our effort into trying to simplify it and just knowing that I can, you know, people can change their businesses if they apply these five steps, whether you're a startup. Hey, you know what? It's great. If you can get this info, if you're a startup and you can get this information early on, it will save you years of struggle. But if you've been in business for 20 years and your business isn't producing what you'd like it to, this can be game changing. This is a way that you can change your business to attract your ideal customer. And that's the ultimate goal of, of my book, Lingo is to encourage businesses to only work with their ideal customers. That sounds simple, but so many businesses waste their time and their energy taking whatever work they can get as opposed to designing their brand messaging in a way that it speaks to their ideal customer so that they're only working with their ideal customers. I refer to it in the book as busting up the Pareto principle, right? The Pareto principle is the 80-20 rule that states that 80% of your income comes from 20% of your customers. Mm -hmm. What that's really saying is that eight out of 10 customers are a waste of time. And we don't have that opportunity anymore in business. This is how the world has changed. It's so hard for people to even notice our business with all the noise and competition in the world. We can't afford for only two out of 10 customers to pay off. We need all of them pay pay off. The way you get every customer to pay off is to speak the secret language of your ideal customer so that your business is more like, you know, nine, nine out of 10 customers pay off in a big way for you. That's, that's ultimately my goal. And the way to, to achieve that goal is to, 
use this strategy of lingo in your business. I love it. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing such a wonderful message with us today. Before you go, I'm going to turn the time over to you uh, to tell us again where to find the book and anything else you want the audience to know. Well, I think based on our conversation, what would be really valuable for everyone is to have the infographic that I mentioned that gives a, an overview of these five steps and it's visually laid out. Um, so you can get that at lingomediakit.com. Uh, so again, it's lingomediakit.com. And in that media kit, you will find the infographic. There's also uh, a free chapter, that, which is the third chapter, which is on perspective. Right? I didn't give away the first one. I gave away the third chapter because it's the most important one. It's the first of the five steps. Uh, there's also an audio version of that chapter as well. So if you want to listen to it audio, you can. So it's again, Lingo Media Kit. Grab those three things. Um, and I think People find it very helpful. And if you do that, you'll, you'll find everything else. There's a link to the book there. There's a link to me and my coaching services, et cetera. But start with grabbing the free stuff first. <laughs> and if that resonates for you, if you feel like it's speaking your lingo, then, um, then individuals can buy the book or reach out to me. I love it. Well, thank you again for being a guest on the show. I, my pleasure, Lindsay. Thank you for having me. have it folks i told you you would love that interview wasn't he so professional and fun to listen to and he brings up a lot of good points so thank you so much for listening to this episode of the traffic and leads podcast remember you're running out of time to sign up for my traffic and leads membership site at 97 dollars. very soon here it's going to go up to 250 dollars. everybody at 97 will be grandfathered in you got three choices folks like i said at the top of the show you can stay where you're at, and in a year from now, you'll wish that you were so much farther ahead. You can pay for traffic and leads to do it for you. Hey, that's actually my choice, but I know that's so daunting for many of you. Or number three, you can join an amazing uh, membership program that can help work with you and help you get it done. And you will definitely be much farther ahead in your quest for traffic and leads generation a year from now. So go get signed up, trafficandleadsmembership.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd sure love it if you'd share it with a friend, leave us a review on our Facebook page or wherever you're listening to this. And until next time, this is One Click Lindsay with trafficandleads.com, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. Mm-hmm.